I'm Evelyn and I'm a geoholic. I'm going to let this one simmer a little bit. I heard this song the other day and I forgot how much I liked it, so I'm like, I got to use this. All right. Here we go. Thanks for bearing with me, Geoholics. Welcome back. This is a uh, a Geoholics Anonymous show, which we have not done in quite some time. I'm really excited about it. So, of course, my name is Kent Grokowalski, and I am a geoholic. My name is Aaron Michalenko, and I'm a geoholic. I love it. I love it. I don't know that I've shared this story before, but my name, literally, like when my grandfather's father came over, was Grokowalski. And uh, they changed it. They shortened no it to Gro. True story. And the reason they did it, of course, is because back at that time, like the Polacks, I'm a Polak. Yeah. The Polacks were kind of looked down upon, you know? Oh, yeah. And they're like, nope, nope, nope. Got to get rid of the Grokowalski. We're going to grow. So uh, oh. good stuff there. Good stuff there. But Aaron, welcome back, man. Thanks for having me. I'm, I, uh, I'm so excited to have this conversation. And if I remember right, you, you've you been on twice before. Yeah. Episode 48 and episode 79. Sounds right. And we're now up to like 144. Five, somewhere around there. I don't know. Crazy. But it's crazy. It, I mean, yeah. it, time goes by so fast, but I'm really excited to have this conversation. And one of the reasons I invited you on was that, you know, I've, uh, I've always been a fan of yours. You know, you're always on the cutting edge of technology as it comes to surveying and everything for that matter. And on LinkedIn the other day, I saw you post that you had created your avatar for the metaverse. Yeah, I was just messing around, but yeah. yeah that, was, yeah. <laughs> that was like, oh my God. Because anybody listening to this knows that over the course of the last few months, I have been completely entrenched in this whole metaverse thing. You know, I go down the crazy rabbit holes on YouTube, of course, and when I have time, I, you know, Google this, Google that, and there is so much going on, and I just have a feeling I am so far behind the curve right now. No, you're ahead. You're ahead. We're right now, talking about it. We're I ahead. guess the fact we're talking about it yeah. is a good thing for yeah. sure, so I'm happy to dig into this with you, and uh, you know more about it than I do, and let's let's kind of start with the basics. Yeah. That's cool with you. I mean, the, the metaverse, I mean, it, what is it? How do how would you well, describe it to let people? Me, let me give the caveat of I'm no expert. This all right, is perfect. All That's for okay. fun. You yep, know, this isn't been any commercial ventures that create any kind of money or monetary <laughs> value to, to our firm. But um, I love it. I definitely, you know, my, my off time and, and uh, at night I sit on YouTube and try this stuff out. And randomly, you know, what you saw was me uh, within a half hour clicked on a link and said, oh, this looks fun. And I made my avatar that kind of looked like me. It yeah. was really easy, actually. Yeah. Uh, so then I got dug deeper into the rabbit hole. Yep. Uh, and now they, you know, I found where I can scan myself with my iPhone and actually put my <laughs> avatar in. And then I can create now the, the mouth to actually move and close and talk like me. So, wow. uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just uh, having fun with it. But it is, it's an interesting thing and interesting topic because there's so much going on right now in the background that even when I looked at LinkedIn, I go, man, I'm behind, you mm. know, and I'm just doing it for fun. But yep. imagine someone that's never even heard of it or just heard, you know, Zuckerberg come out and say, oh, metaverse. And they're like, yeah. what's that? You know, and then his, his, his metaverse is different than I think the general concept of what, what I think it would be. 
you know, sure. would it be for us, but for, especially as surveyors then. So are there, I mean, is there one metaverse or are there multiple metaverses or metavi? I don't know the, what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the plural is. Um, I, the way I've read it is it's like one general idea, but, but the, the way everyone does it is a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. at some point you're going to have to, when I, when I think about it from a survey standpoint yep. and how we would utilize it in a public you know, um, society or in setting, yep. um, you're going to have to have standards, you're going to have to have rules and regulations uh, and those kinds of things. And so that metaverse is definitely different than the Zuckerberg metaverse. We're talking about getting in VR and creating yep. your own little world and talking to your friends. And, you know, it's, it's different, definitely different. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I would say there's quite a few main ones and probably mm-hmm. hundreds of offshoots from there that I've seen that are just geared towards very specific things. But Yeah, and, I mean, you're a bit into gaming and stuff like that, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm sure that's another draw. You know, we talked a little bit. You mentioned, like, the AR and VR. And I think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, in order to, like, participate in any of these metaverses, that's part of the deal, right? I mean, yeah. I think you have to at least have, like, the goggles or something, right? And, and I think that's where I hit, you know, two or three years ago, I was into mm-hmm. the whole VR thing, and yep. I, I've done it quite a bit. But it's so isolating to me mm-hmm. that I've always wondered how you can get – know a huge company or people on board in a major setting right uh so i went more towards the holograms and and Mm. that kind of thing where everyone can view it but you know backing up to again the different ideas mine is like the digital twins and creating those and being able to go on google and and Mm -hmm. go in and see laser scan almost like a zillow you know 360 virtual tours that we can go in and collect data from a major city uh, like smart cities almost you know that's where i see the metaverse being very advantageous um but yeah, I don't, I don't know if uh, the VR thing is was a hit for me, and that's what mm-hmm. I found being one of the hindrances of what's going on now is like, how do you get a VR headset in everybody's yep. pocket? You know, and now everybody has smartphones, so I think that for me is the driver for sure. What can we do on smartphones? You know, <clears throat> yeah, and it's um. I mean, from the survey perspective, you know, you're a surveyor, of course, and uh, uh, both of us being surveyors, we probably look at it a little bit different than yeah. maybe a lot of people do. But, you know, of course, and immediately we're thinking about, okay, how can we potentially monetize this? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. can surveyors play a role in creating digital twins and things like that? And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just think there are so many opportunities, you know, whether it's from a survey perspective or another revenue generating opportunity, um, I'm just like, my head spins when I think about it because yeah. I get so excited, yeah. you know, and it's just like trying to narrow down all those crazy thoughts and do something with them. Yeah, and how how would how would someone use it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're used to their three D CAD files or two D PDFs, and mm-hmm. so getting people to recognize a different format is a tough one. You have to almost figure out how to get this metaverse into what they're used to, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's different as a surveyor because, uh, you know, okay, so have you heard of AI art yet? AI art. Art, yeah. So art. I have not, no. <laughs> okay. Art- Let's talk about it. Artificial intelligence, art, you go okay. online and they have these creators and you type in some keywords and poof, they give you an, an art piece, right? Okay. So if you wanted a Van Gogh surveyor that would be your keywords you type that in it would give you some kind of image like that okay uh and it's it's really interesting to see some of the things that have come out of that from the groups that i'm tracking and watching Mm. like man this is kind of crazy you know know, you can recreate art and it is kind of that person's art but it's not theirs so then going into now current artists you know artists that have passed away that's probably something we can sure figure out monetize but now think about current artists and they have a, a vibe or a feel that they're doing yep 
And all of a sudden, 400,000 people can recreate that look without them getting recognized or, uh, you know, mm. any kind of money for it. Same thing for the surveyor. It's like, how do we go collect all this data and then people reuse it without, yeah. you know, if they're not going to pay us, then why would we publish it? So sure. we've got to find some kind of happy medium, I think, of how do we find the artist in whatever they're doing here and pay them for their time right. and put it all in. But that's, I think, the big holdup right now is trying to find that happy medium of do you have an open, where, or open source type metaverse mm-hmm. with all this data in it or do you have a closed source privatized you know or or county driven city driven you know maybe they have their own metaf- oh here we go santa monica mm-hmm. um looking at it right now on my my screen it's one of those things that they actually created a metaverse for their city okay and as you travel through on their app you get credits for real stuff in their city so they're trying to drive tourism yep. getting people in with this metaverse that you can visit anywhere in the world and then actually come to their city and use the credits you, you got. But essentially, it's creating that digital twin of their city in yeah. this app. So people, and, and keeping it current with like what's sure. out there, you know. So that's yeah. that's the thought behind their idea of a metaverse from a city standpoint or mm. a surveyor. It's different than people sitting in VR and being stuck in this weird, and I'm right. say, sorry, but not weird, but no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, for different sure. environment, you know. It's, it's almost like a virtual, I mean, in theory, like a virtual Google Earth type yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. you know, that you live in and, um, and, and you, the, the currency, you know, obviously there's the blockchain, blockchain yeah, part yeah, of it and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, there's so much to it that I think people, probably a lot of people listening are, are intimidated. Oh, you know great, what I mean? Yeah. Great point. So yeah. the thing I found about VR, um, back a few years ago, they had sensors you had to set up and they had to be perfect. And mm-hmm. so now it's, you can just plug one in and go, but it still is that warm up time. And it's like not the instantaneous go, 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 go. Same with the wallets for uh, blockchain stuff mm-hmm. and crypto coin. Yep. I think there's a lot of fear with the setup and, and releasing that data and the data breaches. Like it's not user friendly yet to where people can just use their current existing, say PayPal or whatever they're already set up on mm-hmm. to go use this stuff. So a, paying for it is hard and then B setting up to get in these environments is also not a plug and play and go Mm -hmm. scenario yet. So yeah, I definitely agree with you that, you know, that's one of the tough challenges. Yeah. And one of the, you know, the current things that I, I, I've done, (coughs) excuse me, recently, you know, just Googled like, you know, metaverse property or whatever. And there's, there's, you know, a a number of different sites where you can purchase (laughs) metaverse property and then of course you know yeah there's this map of the globe and then of course i'm being in arizona you zoom into arizona and there's you know a number of properties metaverse properties for sale in and around phoenix and it's just it's so interesting to me so let me i guess let me plant the seed here of how i what i've been reading about that portion of things the real estate there's there's a side of it that i think that you know it's like if you're going to go out and buy a ferrari there's people in that land going oh i bought this piece of real estate like yes there is that you know glitter bougie side of it but think about if you actually bought your property and you could develop it in this meta world before you actually developed it and can monitor let's say we had a storm and instantly your meta world would recreate say your grading and drainage that got blown out in your front yard mm. with the scans that come in from whatever they develop that yep. monitors this you know or the drive-by and cars whatever they do uh, it's instantly updated and they can tell you where your house is going to start seeing foundation issues if you don't take care of it now versus in 10 years and the crack shows up so you basically digital twin where you're at now yep. the, i guess the concept uh, and then you recreate the things you want to do on your property and before you build that addition and realize oh it's going to flood my yard every time mm. because that addition you know you can put it in and watch it for a few days and almost 
you know, predict the future of what's going to happen in certain instances. So that's, that's the draw, I think, to what people are trying with this metaverse and that real estate thing is it is buying a piece of property and it is showing that you have the biggest, baddest, greatest yeah. property, but there's another side to it that's, I think, really uh, ingenious and you know, intuitive yep. and, and just different. So. And it's like, you know, it's like, for example, I think you could buy Sun Devil Stadium for like $5,000 or something like that. You that's know? cool. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> so you buy Sun Devil Stadium in the metaverse and then what? You know, how are you going to generate income off of this? You know, how to, is it going to appreciate in value? Are you hosting, you know, metaverse concerts at Sun Devil Stadium, which you own, and then you're oh, charging people to attend good. the concerts yeah. and Meta Sun Devil Stadium? I mean, it's, I love it. The yeah. concept is amazing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, again, having this conversation just, I mean, I, I get amped up, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. I know it's something you're pretty excited well, it's about. It's almost like well. the drones. You know, how many people are like, oh, yeah, drones, exactly. come yeah. on, you know. And there's some people that really embrace it that, mm -hmm. you know, it's their life now. Uh, yep. You know, Jim Jim Croom is an example oh, yeah. of, you know, drones were, are his life. It's what he does. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, you know, back when him and I first we're even looking at these things. I can't tell you how many eye rolls and psh, that's not going to work. Oh, and, yeah. You know, trial and error, trial and error, trial yeah. and error, you know, and, and uh, I think the same thing here. It's you know, the metaverse will have a few errors and you mm -hmm. know, some people can really probably pinpoint on them, but I think the trials and wins and as we progress, I think we'll be, you know, it's mm -hmm. going to push us in a different direction that we were not ready to head for, yep. but it's there. So what are you going to do about it? You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we'd have, of course, had Jordan Rose on a few episodes ago, and her law firm is one of the few in the country that are working with, uh, you know, folks and companies that are developing the metaverse. So, I mean, my uh, goodness. She's probably got so much other it's ideas than, than I've even I know. considered of, like, how people are utilizing this. And, yeah. You know, yeah, and capitalizing. Yeah, yeah. Let's face it, you know, because, yeah. uh, and, you know, there's there's goods and services that are going to be sold on the metaverse. I mean, you know, obviously, um, you know, I don't want to say I don't, material things, I suppose, yeah. but meta material. I mean, well, no, so so to that yeah. point, great yeah. point. So I we have a you know in our at our firm we have a BLK three sixty. Yep. We've got all you know all the latest iPhones and iPads. Uh, we've got a Matterport two. We've got I don't know five six different drones for photogrammetry. Sure. You know, all kinds of stuff that we try and test and you know all that stuff and. The digital assets that we've been able to create has mm. been really 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 cool. Uh, and um, when you can clip those things out in a matter of 30 seconds and then resell that on say Sketchfab or something as a 3d model. Like you've already monetized your five minute scan. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, I think that's a very small idea of how we can do this, but you know, think about, I don't know, like big massive commercial sites that are cookie cutter that, you know, sure. sell in the metaverse or I don't know, there's just so many options. Yeah, there Colors really is. And, yeah. I mean, initially I'm like buying property in the metaverse is it different than buying five acres on Mars or on the moon? You know, there's those websites where you can go and buy yeah. like five acres on, on Mars or whatever, you know, it's like, is this kind of the same thing or is there more to it? And I definitely think there's more to it. Yeah. I Sky's the limit. You know, I, I like to think of like older movies and books, you know, and yeah. we, we kind of tend to follow a society, like what's been out there and sure. you know, what's been projected. And, you know, a lot, a lot of it's come true with the, you know, back to the future. Absolutely. Yep. So if you look at what people are projecting now on LinkedIn as far as the metaverse and what's going to happen, I, I personally don't think it's going to be like a year or two, but I do think in a 10-year period, it's going to be very close to what people are projecting. So yeah. you know, if you can capitalize and get in now, 
Totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. So what, what what are you doing with it? Are you are you sinking some money into it or anything at this point? Or are you still in the exploration mode? Where are you at? Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the open source stuff because you, you get to learn a lot of the quirks. Um, but you hit a certain point with the open source that um, you have to learn more in the back end versus what somebody has already created. So, you know, I'm kind of in that mid-stage where... I've done a lot of the free stuff and then use the equipment that we currently have. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm at the deciding point of, do I want to invest more uh, into this kind of stuff? And I, I'm in, I definitely, you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm dabbling in just random stuff here and there to, right. to see, but yeah. um, it's, it's hard. It's like, how do you get in? Like what, <laughs> who do you know? That's like, I think a lot of it is, it's hard to know who to trust yeah. to get in, yeah. you know, cause there's probably a lot of people out there trying to take advantage of people, yeah. you know, and yeah basically take their money and not provide anything for them. Yeah. So it's hard to, uh, it's hard to have confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, one click of a button, it can all go away. So it's like, are you willing to take that gamble? And so true. You know, so for me, I guess I personally see it as like when I go on drone deploy, I can see all the missions that we've flown in Mm -hmm. one big GIS map. Um, you know, I, I more see it as like an asset management tool for us as surveyors, uh, especially sites alone. You know, I've always been a big fan of the idea and I think, South Korea or North Korea did it, but a big fan of the RFID property oh, yeah. corners that mm-hmm. continually project. Yep. Now, if we started on a bigger level and did say our section corners first and then worked our way in, yeah. you know, that'd be definitely a way that we can get all that data in quickly. Yeah. Um, but if they were continuously recording, like, you know, we have a hundred surveyors that hit the same 56th street and Camelback <laughs> and, you know, brass cap <laughs> and handhold with people zipping by every year, there's, you yeah. know, a hundred different people hit it, but we yeah. don't, we don't, we're going so fast that we can't share this stop and share that data. And, you know, and you know, there's going to be one right solution that maybe the County can drive and mm-hmm. say, you know, this is what we published and you're always going to have people measure differently, you know, but yep. as you start to get that, t- that web tighter and tighter and tighter, the more you measure to it, the tighter it gets and the better mm-hmm. it gets. So the first five years, you're going to have some quirky moments of things aren't matching up and they're offline. But as right. you figure out the methods, you know, it gets better and better. And I go back to like laser scanning a light arm. When I go to register my point clouds, I accidentally found out that if I hit the button again, yeah. the registration gets better. And there's a point where it stops mm. getting better. But, yeah. uh, you know, if I ran the registration once right out of the, the field, yeah. uh, you'd always have some mismatch and some error. And I had to go manually do a bunch of stuff anyway. Uh, and I just wanted that one-click solution. Well, then I ended up running it through a couple different programs and then hitting that same button. And that solution of four or five different things going and going and going and got it tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter each time. And so that's what I realized is I think with this is metaverse grows. And I mean, not the VR metaverse, but the asset management, Mm -hmm. city, county type level stuff. uh, As it grows, it will get tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And and, and here's another great example is like, let's say the county, Mm -hmm. they fly once a year and they get their aerial uh, imagery for the county once a year, but you've got development going on that's three, six, nine months yeah. out that you can't see in an image, which is great. I mean, one year, I'm not complaining about that. Compa- sure. Compared to what we had, we are so spoiled. Oh, God, we're so spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm not complaining. Yeah. I think it's a great, great, great thing, but I always had the idea of like, man, you can get a pilot out there with a drone and in an hour replace the piece that was dirt six months ago with the full build yeah. and it's in there because it's all geo-referenced, you know, and, and geospatially yep. there. And we have the... We have the hand holes there, you mm-hmm. know, that we can see the outside of them there. You can get the center of the circle pretty easily. So yeah. Yeah. I think we'll get there. It's just who's going to fund it. You know, it's, that's, it's always a Yeah, big one. who's going to take a chance on it for sure. But, I mean, there's no reason why you can't have a, <coughs> excuse me, like a, uh, a PLSS metaverse. 
Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's the one. That's Why the not? One that, yeah. You know, I mean, for surveyors specifically. Let's start it. You and me. <laughs> do it, man. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody listening who wants to invest in, uh, in that that endeavor? Yeah. Seed give funds, us a shout. You know, all we need is some computers <laughs> and some network. It's not like the uh, the old days where you needed $400,000. Hey, it all lives in the cloud. Yeah. The yeah, metaverse all, is going to live in the cloud. Yep. How it goes. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just kind of doing some research. I know there's there's some, like, weird things. You know, I, I made some notes here, so I'm not pulling this in off the cuff. But there's, like, this Decentraland. I don't know if you've heard of that one. These are different metaverses, I think. Um, I and think I know what it is, but go ahead. And yeah. give it a little bit. Is that where everybody meets up and has the... Yeah, the there's, oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. like, that. And then there's, like, this sandbox. And yeah. so, oh, so, okay, caveat. Anyone with kids listening, do not let them go on VR and do not let them in these environments. They're, oh, it, true. It's, it, I've... Heard really, some yeah. conversations that were like, yeah. go, ahead, go ahead, continue. Yeah, Sorry. no, no, no. I mean, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like, oh, there's like blockchain cutie. So block, there's this blockchain cutie universe. So it allows you to collect and breed cute digital pets on the metaverse. Yeah, you're making money. <laughs> what is happening? Some here? guy is making two million dollars a year uh, off that random. It's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. But you yeah. mentioned though, like. There's danger, obviously, involved. You know, yeah. like, you mentioned kids getting on there and stuff like that. And I was reading some stories, like, there's, like, virtual gangs in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah. And stuff I, like that. Come you on. know, I think just like with anything else, you know, I, there, there's going to be policing. There's going to be, you yep. know, you can only get away with it for so long. So as long as for you're sure. sticking to the main core of things and aren't, you know, out there in the black market type stuff, I think you'll be okay from what I've seen. You know, even the NFTs, the nerfs and that yeah, kind of stuff. Yep. It's, it's pretty safe for, yeah. for you know, just trying out. Like, you're spending 100 grand, it's a little bit different. But if you're spending $3 on NFT, right? Yeah, I don't think right. you're yeah. worry that bad. But yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on your, your, your how, how far into it you are and how much yep. you are, you're willing to gamble. But yeah. And I, I don't, I didn't jot down the, the name of this website where I went and I was poking around, you know, to, uh, to look at some metaverse properties, but there was like, you know, a house in my neighborhood for like 500 bucks or something like that. I'm like, so is the owner of that house listing their house on the metaverse Weird. and making that $500, you know, on, on the sale Yeah. or I, I, I don't know, but that is super cool. It, I mean, think about it. Like that's where surveyors could come in, yeah, you know? Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. We, we're mapping it for this virtual world, but it, I think it's going to come into play in reality on accident. It's kind of how I saw it myself. Yeah. My head was like, yeah. totally agree with we, that. We start to build this thing, and then all of a sudden, like, so LA is a great example. They mm-hmm. have all their measure downs mm. listed publicly. Oh, wow. Now, they're not perfect sure. by any means, but they are a very, very, very good, safe way to keep us out of traffic, you know, yeah. uh, for the most part, for, you know, preliminary yeah. status. Of, you know, they have all their storm drains listed with rim elevations and mm-hmm. measure downs and that kind of stuff, all their stubs. Yep. Uh, you know, and it's scary that it's publicly available, but I think 99% of the public are using it for what it's intended to be used for. And you're always mm-hmm. going to have bad seeds that, that are doing stuff, but you know, they're going to get caught. Just like I tell my 10 year old son, like yeah. you're going to get caught nowadays. You're just going to get caught. You, yep. you, know, you can try it, but you're going to get caught. And it's, it's just different than how it was, you know, yeah. 30, 40 years ago. But yeah, I think there's a little bit of danger, but yeah. Not, not too much. But I think there's so many tie-ins with the metaverse and just geospatial in general. You yeah. know, I mean, everything from the mapping portion of it, you know, GIS is Huge. a portion of it, Huge. you know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just see there's a ton of opportunity. Well, it, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the, the geoid that we have built in yeah. our, our data collectors and how over the years mm-hmm. it's gotten better and better and better. And we have satellites continuously monitoring new areas and you know it just again better and better and better as we go and it's just yeah. gotten down to this you know it's it's pretty tight in yeah. comparison when you think about you know 100 years ago we had guys out there with just the theatolites and stuff but yeah it's it's pretty so amazing true. too 
see yeah. the progression. And I think metaverse is going to do the same thing. It's just going to grow and, and live off itself, basically. Yeah, totally agree. And I mean, like everything <laughs> is, pretty much everything we do these days is geo-referenced. Yeah. You know, yeah. scanners have, you know, RTK built into them, stuff like that. So. You know, th- this all started for me probably like, I'd say 10 years ago. I was at EPS Group, uh, awesome company here in the Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Mary Kennedy, she's like one of my favorite, favorite yeah. bosses ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the awesome. Best. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, we, man, we would get these field notes and not, not to down talk the field crews. Mm-hmm. They had a lot going on a lot, but they would turn in these pictures of apartment complex and it was like a thousand photos that all looked the same. Yeah. And so this all started with me of like, can I just tell where you're standing at? Can you just give me like a mm-hmm. GPS reference? And we found a camera back then that actually had a GPS with yeah. a compass on it that yep. told you what direction you were, you were looking. Uh, and that was kind of the start for me of this geo referencing everything we do of like, okay, as long as it's geo reference, you can then finagle and move around based on your, your actual points but yeah, yeah. geo reference everything has been a, my my motto for a long time just yeah why why would you change it you know so. well with the technology they have available to us i mean why why would everything not be geo reference you know and then that yeah. could ultimately come in, come into play you know i mean maybe you know if you're you know like yourself i mean all everything you collect is geo referenced and that data could become very valuable yeah. to somebody who is developing the metaverse. Yeah. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah. And, I, and you're right. I think as surveyors, we just have that advantage of there's, you know, probably some people doing it with their iPhones and collecting with, you know, total stations at a 10,000, 10,000 grid number that it's not, you know, it can be geospatially referenced, but it's not right out of the box, push a button and they can drop it in their, yeah. their, their data set. So yeah, for sure. For sure. So what do you, like, what do you think, you know, from a, I guess from a, you know, a, a geospatial survey specific perspective, um, what are, what are some things that come to your mind as it pertains to the metaverse? Uh, you know, I'm real big on this digital twin thing. Yep. I mean, that's the kick I got on a couple of years ago that mm-hmm. I think has been the driver to efficiency, uh, within our firm because having to go back to a site sucks. You, you have your schedule set for two weeks for 10 crews, mm. And then to throw in like, oh my gosh, you got to go across the city and we got to move everything around like that, that <laughs> cost. <laughs> Alone, yes, it does. Uh, you know, that inefficiency cost, you know, yep. like, it's like kind of a you're chasing your tail at that point and just seems to keep happening through the years. Uh, and when I, when we finally figured out this digital twin thing and it, it really cut out, I'd say like 90% of our, our, mm-hmm. our site visits, most of the site visits we had to go back for were monumentation based, um, you know, either going back to set the pins because then we knew we had to do that or going to look for further uh, documentation and recordation of, you know, monumentation for uh, properties. But uh, most of our going back to the sites in a second visit has uh, substantially subsided. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I, that's where I see this as being the, you know, it's the digital twin thing. That's my, to, you know, to answer your question, that's my big kick is I, I wish there was a, a repository where we could all share and it was, you know, um, that was my next question. What do you, how do you feel about that? You know, I mean, surveyors are so, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, they don't want to share their data. They don't want to share their boundary solutions, yeah. let alone their 3D scans of whatever, you yeah. know? So, and it's going to take a, a paradigm shift, I think, in the mindset of, uh, of surveyors in this case, yeah. um, and be willing to, you know, maybe open source some of that information. There's got to be a way to generate, you know, some revenue, I suppose, at some point. That'll make people that much more willing to share it. 
Um, I'm in the same boat though. It's it's yeah. it's tough. It's like someone calls that a didn't pay for your product and they want they're like, hey, can you send me a CAD file? It's like, uh, no. Why don't you you gotta call the person that paid me originally and get them to buy mm-hmm. off? You know? um, True. Yep. But then you know we get so much data with this. So let's say yeah. our outskirts are a little bit off because we didn't tie those in and we forgot to cut them out or something. And someone goes and uses that. The liability. You know, we're we're scared. We're scaredy cats because surveyors have traditionally been the, f- mm-hmm. the ones that fingers p- get pointed to and how do you yeah. screw up and why. And again, I think that the meta world would help maybe solve some of that because it's 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 in progression. It's time stamped in real time. So as you're moving through, it's no blaming. It's it's more yeah. of a oh we have a problem. Let's fix it. And it goes 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 goes. And so instead of that blame game and the st- let's shut down production so everybody can you know figure out who did something wrong it's more of a let's just fix it and that cost us a thousand dollars versus the hundred grand we were about to fight about oh it's yeah. just now part of the system with this digital twin it's like okay we had an error mm-hmm. fix it and go you right know? so i think right. that's that's we're scared to release that data just for that reason as a liability and yeah. someone calling you out and like why, why didn't you clean those scans and like no one, no one paid me for it, so I don't clean them. I don't need to. I just need, you know, but they, they call you yeah. out. It's like, wow, I, every scan I do, I clean. And, and it's like, it, that is the proper method, yes. Sure. But for yep. this instance and the scope, you know, we only needed the first 10% of that, and yeah. then we were done, you know. And so, you know, it's, it's I guess, getting everybody on the same page is going to be a real tough one. Uh, and how do you yeah. clean that data and get it ready? But I do think with, you know, like I use InfraWorks a lot. And so when oh, we yeah. go out and do our drone or, mm-hmm. or our, our scanner, um, when you plop it in, that's how I classify most of my point clouds. There's a bazillion other uh, uh, software that do it, but yeah. Inverse is my favorite by far. Uh, and just seeing how I can classify low vegetation versus versus heavy vegetation versus light poles. I mean, we're getting to the point where it's starting to classify every thing that you can see. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, everything that you can see as it's seen it. And yep. I think that right there is where the digital twin and the, identification and, and yes, click a button and you get 90% of it done for you. And then we have to go back mm-hmm. in and fix a little bit uh, is way better than what I used to get in the field. So sure. I, you know, me, me personally collecting, I'm not saying what the field crews would give me, me personally collecting it out there, busting my hump, 4,000 points, yeah. you know, 3,000 points a day right. still doesn't match a two hour scan drone RTK, get the heck out of there survey nowadays. And so, yeah. I, you know, I just, I see that, and yeah, we're scared to release our data, and then I just think that we'll, uh, at some point, a few people will probably get together and just start doing it, and once you do a few and, and realize the... I agree. You know, Intel probably, I mean, they they do it, but it's all private, but they, they yeah. monitor every day, you know? And yeah, yeah, for sure, and it's almost like... Doing it. I mean, I think you're old enough probably to remember this, but the game SimCity. Oh, yeah. Right? It's yeah. like we're living SimCity. <laughs> you know what I It mean? totally is. Yeah. Um, I love that game. You know, I, yeah. that's probably one of the ones where it's like I... I realized that if I threw the neighbor's newspaper over there, they got mad at me, you know, because, it's, you know, it's th- things I did learn from that. So it's so funny that you bring that up, though. So uh, Xbox has uh, the $17 a month uh, pass that you can play all their games online. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty awesome through the cloud. <laughs> sure. It's all in the cloud. Yep. They're metaverse of games. Yep. Uh, yep. And the, the game that I've been playing lately is uh, Cities by Microsoft. It's like huh. Cities uh, Skyline or something like that. But you okay. basically build cities, right? You oh, start wow. out with a, a freeway in and some land, and that's it. That's awesome. And I've gone through probably 100 different cities of, oh, this didn't work. Oh, this, you know, I'm starting to see things in a different light of, oh, yeah. man, even my kid came in. He goes, he never even thought about city planning as, yep. as a thing. And now I was like, yeah, man, you can go and actually work as a job to plan yeah. cities out. Like, that's a yeah. job. People get paid for that. And he just seen the light bulb click of, 
you know, you're playing a game that emulates real life, but then you can actually do it in real life and, and make money off it. You know, I think yeah. that, that click. And so it's the same concept. It's like we are out here doing these digital twins and creating this stuff and doing it. And I and do play the games that, uh, you know, you're kind of doing it in in virtual reality, but then I go do it in reality. So my wife always gives me crap. She's like, the one game you play, you're building cities. And, like, that's what you do for work. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But it's, yeah. it's so interesting, the traffic flow. I mean, the the pollution. The, yeah. Oh, there's so much. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why not, though? I mean, you know, taking it one step further, where you, the meta world, there could be meta worlds. You know, right, like, right. in my mind, I mean, you just opened my mind up to this. In my mind, when I think of the metaverse, it's a digital twin of the world as it currently exists. The totally. one that we live in. Totally. Why can't there be a dozen other metal worlds that are even better than this world? And your your kid, as you mentioned, he can be a, a city planner in it, it, you know metal it, world three or whatever. You know, and you I don't emulate know. it. And what if they found the perfect scenario? Found the perfect scenario. We, and, and yes. We, you know, and, exactly. and all of a sudden, we found you know our fix to all the things that are going on right now. The mm-hmm. you know, water being out and pollution. You know, stuff. Yep. Yep. And no. that's why that's what I think of it. Is I think that running those algorithms and trying to figure stuff out. I mean, mm-hmm. that's where I see the big, big, big benefit of this, this meta, metaverse for us as surveyors. And Absolutely. You know, we'll just, we'll develop the perfect world. Yeah. And we'll be the perfect and, human beings. And, and, and we don't and have to, we don't have to live in it in virtual reality like Zuckerberg wants us to. You know? Well, we, that's, we, we that's, see, we that's actually, the problem. We, Let's say we <laughs> figure out, somebody figures out the perfect world, right? Yeah. We create our avatars. We go live in this perfect world virtually, but then we got to come back to real life. Yeah. And it's not so perfect. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. this sucks. <laughs> I'm going back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my fake world's so much better. Yeah. Uh, seriously, right? You know, I, I will tell you that I am just amazed at virtual reality itself, but but this this concept of a, of a, a meta world. Yeah. Um, because, so I've gone in a few different, so, okay, for example, we watched yeah. uh, the new Top Gun movie, right? Yep. I hadn't broke out VR for a few months. I took it out and went and flew my F-18 that I own in there and flew it around and did some missions. And, and I'm a pretty good pilot when, yeah, <laughs> when it comes yeah. to in virtual reality, you right, know. Right, but yeah. it, and they really have all the buttons you have to hit to, like, turn the plane on and how, you know, it's pretty realistic. And I got my fix for, I always wanted to ride in a Blue Angel, you know. But it's like I got that fix in this $300 machine that it was enough that yeah. I don't have this life mission now of like, I'm going to, I'm going to be one of those guys that goes in the back of a blue angel. Cause I'm yeah. so famous, you know, whatever it was that I yeah. concocted in my yeah. head. I'm a normal dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. never going to happen. Uh, but this allowed me to do it or, yeah. um, you know, I always wanted to, um, oh man, you know, everybody wants to own a Lamborghini sure. you know, or a, you know, Bugatti yeah. or some, some kind of right. nice car. I think over the years I've just realized that, that fallacy alone and so I'm just driving one on a, on a day-to-day you know basis yeah. is not realistic okay so, yep. so you know maybe rent one a year every year or something to go mm-hmm. to the track mm-hmm. and exactly. now I'd rather see my employees driving them I and mean, that's yeah. where the real joy is I sure. feel like Santa Claus but I'd rather have other people drive mm-hmm. these things and see their joy but this virtual reality thing has gotten me into some pretty awesome cars that you know I'm driving 240 miles an hour yeah. and everything is zipping by and you're in the city that somebody scanned and built that is a real life city like i'm driving the back roads of california that i've actually been on but yeah. i'm in arizona uh you know as i'm driving this and i'm driving down and, so I, cool. and i look over next to me <coughs> look over next to me the guy that's racing me and i can see him in real time bouncing up and down and like you know like the slow motion and then when i look back to the road everything's 240 miles an hour it's like yeah. that rush i finally got to feel it you know i didn't have to pay four hundred thousand dollars for yeah. some awesome car you know, i paid three hundred dollars for a vr and that yeah. was enough for me to go ah, got it that's that, awesome. that, that was enough. You know, I'm not stuck in that world when I'm constantly racing, sure. but it gave me enough of a taste of like yeah. the roller coasters that you're too scared to go on. You oh. Know? You, get on, you get on those and you yeah. go, okay, well, right, that was enough for, you know, I got my fix. I didn't have to spend $2,000 to go over to Six Flags and right. my whole family, you know? And so 
I guess that's that's kind of where I see the benefit of it, and uh, sure. you know, it growing people mentally. But you know, some people definitely are not open to yeah. the idea. I think I think really the once it got big and mainstream, yep. was where people lost the the general concept of what we're talking about, and yep. went more of the oh my god, it's gonna be South Park, and we're all gonna be sitting in you yeah. know these motorized wheelchairs playing our <laughs> fake reality games. You know, I don't think that's it at all. So, I see it in a more uh, standardized monetary type concept that you know us as surveyors should be jumping on. There is, I was just gonna say, there is opportunity there. Yeah, it's just yeah. who's gonna take advantage of it first type yep. thing. Yeah, yeah, yep. and you're the guy, man. You're on the cutting edge of this stuff. I mean, you're the guy. I'm going to, and by the way, if your employees are driving, driving Lamborghinis, um, my question (laughs) to you is, are you hiring? (laughs) (laughs) No, but our California crews are driving Tesla, will be driving Uh, Tesla. Sorry. It's the idea here. Um, They are driving traditional trucks right now. And we're, we're all about the Teslas because you get the HOV lane and in in LA, that time for our traffic actually pays off. Pays off for sure. you know, the crew's showing up in a Tesla is not unheard of. Oh, uh, no, not at all. Well, you know. now you've got, like, the Ford Lightning and stuff like that. You know, yeah. these electric pickup trucks. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, they just, just go on that way. They're There's amazingly no fast, it. and, they, you know, and they're cheap to, to, yeah. to, to use and not what we're used to, you yeah. know. But um, I've always been kind of a different vehicle kind of guy when we show up to sites. I, I never had the traditional... Yeah. Surveyor truck with the, you know, the, um, yeah. oh, what is that? The silver shield in the back. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, when you yeah. see on the freeway, you're like, oh, that guy's a surveyor. Oh, yeah. You know, right away. Yeah. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. So funny. You know, the one thing, like when we had Jordan on, um, my oldest daughter's getting married next year, and she's like, is she going to have a meta wedding? Like, <laughs> uh, what? It would be cheaper. <laughs> yeah. How much does that cost? Oh, oh. But, why, but why couldn't you? Yeah. You know, I mean, she could have her real world wedding yeah. while at the same time, it's also, a meta wedding. Yeah. Like and people that can't be here physically. It sounds attend. ridiculous, but I feel like you'd go through it and be like, that was really cool. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, it, it sounds a little ridiculous, but yeah. I feel like people would honestly be like, that was one of the coolest things I've done yeah. this century. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, like in the meta, wor- the meta world, um, there's obviously there's that lack of physical connection, yeah. you know, and the yeah. lack of the senses, I guess. Like the Zoom, Zoom meeting effect right now. That's how sure. Yeah. 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 So there's going to, it's not going to be perfect by any means, yeah. or as we know it yeah. as being perfect. But, um, man, I can't wait to see where it goes, that's for sure. Yeah, I see it as, as a mixture of, of both your reality and this world. So imagine, you know, a project mm-hmm. that everybody could hop in. And, yep. you know, they're doing it now with, with BIM and, and where everybody's at with that. Oh, what is that software everybody uses for uh, Bluebeam? There we go. Yep. You know, Bluebeam's kind of got that concept. And I just, again, they're their own mm-hmm. little meta world over there of construction. Sure. Like, they are doing what we're talking about. It's just, mm-hmm. you know trying to recognize meta world for what they're doing. I guess yeah. Way. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know, I know Trimble has the, the VR glasses. Oh yeah. That's super cool. Um, and I saw something on LinkedIn today where, I mean, it, this is advancing at a pretty rapid, rapid pace yeah. where, you know, you <sighs> so can be fast. walking on a site with the VR glasses on and see like, Oh, what's an example? Like where the existing utilities are and stuff like that, yeah. you know? So like when these excavators start to dig, the guy's got the VR glasses on and he knows whether or not he's going to hit a utility yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know? But I mean, it, it's crazy. Where we saw, so th- this is a five years ago, but we, we were scanning some verticals going up, some vertical buildings going mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And because we scanned the rebar ahead of time and we were just doing it to collect data really, sure. but uh, they actually had to go in and create a hole for other H. You know, they had to move an HVAC or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, HVAC um, c- um, 
um, unit or something like that. Yeah. But they, where they moved to, there was conflict because of rebar. And we were able to show them virtually with kind of like that with a VR mm-hmm. headset. What it was, we did it on a computer screen at yeah. that point. It wasn't VR sure. on the site, but same concept of like, hey, this is where this is going. You know, this is where you need to scoot to. But they were able to see it visually very fast versus cutting into that concrete and delaying for a day. I mean, it's you're talking a hundred grand versus mm. a couple hundred dollars for sure. Know? So yeah, so many applications. And, and and it really to me boils down to just collecting data continuously, just mm-hmm. scanning, 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 droning, droning, droning. You know that. Yep. That to me is where I think I found the best benefit for us is just the overabundance of data on accident because we we're trying to have fun. But uh, so many times it's come into play of, hey, do you have this? Oh, yeah, we got that. Yeah. Hey, do you have this? Oh, yeah, we got that. You know, like when I went and scanned the, the train wreck, you know. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was one of the episodes we had. Yeah, and talk yeah. about that. That was super cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, again, preserving things forever at that timestamp. Yep. And then you can, you know, as you progress in the future, you can, you know, kind of like Google Earth, see over time how yeah. it's gone. but. For sure. You know, it's like, I think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about this, um, but I think Phoenix is, maybe there's a half a dozen like major metropolitan areas, whether it be in the country or the world, that we're in the process of creating digital twins. And I know that the seat of Phoenix was one of those cities. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's... Because, you know, it's the trouble is, is getting it all, it's almost like a, a CRM, right? Mm-hmm. Getting all yeah, that no data. Doubt. For yeah, the, great, the, you know, great comparison. You know, yeah. Yeah. So 50 years of me, you know, for me, I'm sorry, 18, <laughs> 18 years of me surveying and yeah. trying to get that into this new CRM last year and yeah. know, trying to just get what's in my brain into that CRM was horrendous. Yep. But then once it's built, the little tweaks from there and there, for here and there are way easier. And yeah. so it's, you know, it's the, it's building it and just getting it there and, and you know, it, they're going to have struggles and they're going to have to figure out how to house all this data and how yep. do you, you know, how do you monitor <coughs> and who gets access and yeah. at what level, but they'll get it figured out. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an evolving thing that will mm-hmm. work itself out. It's, that's, that's awesome that Phoenix though, because mm-hmm. yep. I just for how big we are and how spread out we are, I'm, I'm pretty amazed at how much more we could be doing. Oh I mean, yeah. I don't know how to say that <laughs> politically. For sure. But for sure. You know, they're, yeah. they're, our county and our city, I think are missing the boat for, you know, you mm-hmm. live in like in LA or something like that and what they already have in place. And we could start it and do it now, but it's again, the funding, which I think personally mm-hmm. we had when Meg found, mm-hmm. the, you know, what was that one billion dollars they right. accidentally yeah. found you know, yeah. years back that, yeah. you know, we have, we have the funds there. The freeways are all you know being funded well. And, and I think we do have the money for that kind of project. It just has to be presented correctly. Almost like a GDAX. Yep. Um, has to be presented. We need a, you know, Brian Dallager or a Brian Fisher to, to yeah. head the program. <laughs> oh yeah, they're the guys. No <laughs> too, doubt. too much for you know for for me, but I would love to participate for know, sure. I think we'll get there. I think that Meta World, you know, again, Dallager had the foresight with, uh, and, and people that don't know Phoenix, uh, Brian Dallager created this uh, PLSS system monitoring. Uh, uh, all the on, GLO on, corners, yeah, basically, all the, yeah. yeah all, the, all the GLO corners got collected on an online database that we as surveyors can always go reference. And we're so spoiled here. Uh, we are, and, and things move, you know, and you got, sure. but just, just to having. And so for me, my metaverse that I went and created off this was five years ago. I went in and created all the points that were listed for yeah. benchmarks because City of Phoenix. Um, theirs are just listed on a spreadsheet with mm-hmm. cross streets. And I was going bonkers trying to find the cross streets. So I took all the lat longs and I put them into civil 3d and then I converted it to state plane. Yeah. And I have this now file of all the benchmarks and where they're at. So we know the three yeah. or four around, but that was my, you know, initial creation of this kind yeah. of metaverse thing, if you will. It's, it's, you know, 
kind of the concept, but yeah. I'm excited about Phoenix to do that. That's that's a big one. Because yeah, yeah. You know, just think how much you can build off that. I mean, it's it's crazy. I guess if some, maybe this is already being developed, but if somebody you know hosted a platform where <clears throat> they would pay people, they, you know, they would pay people to upload into the cloud. Yeah their scans yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, and who knows what it is. You pay them by the acre or something like, you know, upload a one acre scan. We'll pay you 500 bucks or something. There's gotta be some motivation like that. I think yeah. for surveyors in particular, cause they're like, this is my data, you know, yeah. like I, I own this, you know, I'm not just going to give it away, but if somebody eventually comes up with something like that, you know, there's gotta be an incentive to upload. No, that, and I, that I totally agree. So, but so it goes to this concept of the sites that I do currently, traditionally we needed a surveyor and someone that was really close to the surveyor to just manage that yeah. site. Yeah. We've broken it down now to just these tasks, I guess, that yep. really anybody can learn within the first, say, week. Mm -hmm. I would say probably a day or two, but the first week of like, here's your 10 things, do these tasks, collect this data, and come back to me. So it's it's more of a data collection it's like a, idea. Yeah, a workflow. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the PLS, you know, I'm still doing the boundary and I'm still mm -hmm. analyzing the data in the background. There is a, a there is a thing for me to be doing for sure, but I'm now not out in the field, mm -hmm. you know, spending my time driving and doing all that stuff. And I think that's where this is going to go is that uh, eventually yeah. we'll get data collectors that then the surveyors, the GIS professionals of the world will then analyze that data based on what they already have. And mm -hmm. you'll, I mean, so our sites, when we have a drone, a, uh, the LiDAR scanner and a full RTK set mm -hmm. from the ground, when one of those data sets is bad, it instantly pops out. It instantly shows mm -hmm. up within yeah. the first 10 minutes of putting everything in. It's like, oh man, something happened right. here. And then I can call whoever it is and they go, oh, I didn't, you know, <laughs> my rod height, yeah. I forgot to change my rod height, you know, usually an easy fix or, you know, but it is an instantaneous jumps out. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, I'd say, you know, 50% of the time, there still are those nuances of like what we have to look for. You sure. know, I've been called out for eight points out of 4,000 being off. Yeah. And we just didn't catch. It's like, ah, needle in a haystack. But right. regardless, when you have the multiple data sets and that's what I think will happen here is you have mm. 10 different data collectors that collected this data. Yep. And if one of the 10 is off for some reason, they've got a non calibrated, instrument or whatever's going on they use the wrong you know yeah. geolocations they will be called out as a red flag and they can either fix it <laughs> or yep. dump it and don't get paid for it you know but i do think that as we start to collect so much data together on itself that's where the checks mm -hmm. come in and, and it'll get better and better and better, better yeah and you know to springboard off of that <coughs> you know very rarely correct me if i'm wrong or if you disagree that's fine, but very rarely do two surveyors <laughs> measure the same thing exactly the same. You know Never. what I mean? I mean, Never. we're going down a crazy rabbit hole with that. But, you know, yeah. you mentioned it earlier, like, as an example, you said, you know, that monument in the section corner in the center line of 56th Street and Camelback, which is an incredibly dangerous intersection, <laughs> like a number of them in, in Phoenix, uh, has been surveyed probably... 75 times this year, yeah. you know, but oh, why sorry. does that have to happen? Yeah. For all, the, for all the people refined, for all the people yes. developing, for all yes. the people, you know, there's so many different surveys that went on in that area for different reasons that, yeah. that use that same yeah. point. Yep. You know? yep. Yeah. Is yeah. it really necessary? There's yeah. gotta be a better way. Yeah. We'll, I think we'll get there. You know, again, we'll, yeah, at some point we'll, we'll get there, but for sure. That's the PLSS metaverse we're going to develop. <laughs> One of these days. Yeah. I mean, we kind of have it. I mean, we do. The GDX project, it. that was that was mm -hmm. really the start of it. I think if we build off of mm -hmm. that and, you know, yeah. the county doesn't want the liability, the city doesn't want liability. And if we know that yeah. and we have our checks, I think us as surveyors would be comfortable moving forward with, yeah. give us all of it and we'll we'll tell you where it's wrong. I mean, mm. that, that is our job, right, is to try to find the problems and fix them. Yep. So I think they'll naturally come out. And, you know, 
you're going to have the wildcat every once in a while that something somebody you know 10, 10 people use the wrong thing eventually it'll get worked out it's inevitable yeah, yeah it happens inevitable. all the time yeah. we need the next uh, Brian Dallager yeah, yeah for the metaverse Brian come back <laughs> <laughs> now that he's created he's like oh, you know, he's like ah now this is the life now that I've created it you know, click a button and users are on and off that's it yeah exactly exactly what else what else are you excited about as it pertains to uh, technology in the metaverse? Um, we touched on quite a bit. You, you know, uh, market would be, a, you know, in Phoenix especially, I think would mm-hmm. be a fun, it does tie into the metaverse a little bit with, uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're overstocked now so all of a sudden on, on real estate and, and, you know, with the market, with the, the um, interest rates going up and everything. It's amazing how <coughs> one month, I guess that's where my point was. One month yeah. can shift everything so it's crazy. drastically. And that's where I think the metaverse, again, it's in real time that things are going to be happening so mm. fast that totally agree. you almost don't have time to go back and complain about it. It's just, it, it, it just moves on and, and, and creates itself. It's all, you know, almost like when, we, when we're working, when we're the main managers at uh, civil engineering firms and you've mm. got 4,000 jobs to do and you push those crews, they get done somehow and they get done right. Yeah. When you have 40 jobs and you tell everybody, ah, we're a little light, you know, a little slow, uh, <laughs> things, you know, mistakes happen. You got to go revisit. You know, you spend more money. So but it's true. almost like when that when that yeah. tornado is going, everybody's in the moment, and you're, you know, and, and yep. so that's what I kind of think about is like it's a really good at, point. Looking at the market here, I think it's a very interesting mm. analytical <laughs> thing to see one month and how much things can change for a full society here. Of you know, how many people we got here? Six million, seven million people yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, all of us shifted together <laughs> in thirty yep. days, and and all the parent, we're all talking about it. You know, and just watching in amazement, like. <laughs> What is going on? But you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I did just Google it. Uh, there is a metaverse for dummies. Oh, really? Fuck yes, <laughs> perfect. Everybody pick that one up, and, and then you're in. You'll know everything we were just talking about. I mean, we didn't, we didn't even get into like the Web 3D or the blockchain, or the NSDs, nerds. What's, what is I mean, Web 3D? I mean, uh, I know that's like the next version of yeah the it's, internet, right? So that, I don't know a lot about it. I yeah. know it's like that keyword that's popping up of like I yep. have to learn it, and so I'm trying to get myself into. Um, you know, the development of it, but it is just a different way that they, they write the web. And then, um, it, you know, it's almost like a, a 4D, 5D element to things. The way I see it is like you're adding time and yeah. other aspects to what you normally see. Um, yeah. Um, it's just an interesting way to, to develop these softwares. Again, it's, it's, it's advancing AI. so rapidly. Yeah. You know, there's the, uh, the architecture behind it and stuff like that. And I just, there's this website, I'm going to mention it. <coughs> It's a metaverse dot properties. So you can go on there, you can buy land, you can rent land. And, you know, I, I mentioned like uh, Decentraland, that's one of the metaverses. Sandbox is another metaverse. Uh, Crypto Voxels is another metaverse. The Upland is another metaverse. And you can go on here and you can literally buy or rent land in any of those metaverses. Yeah, it's crazy. I, you <laughs> almost wonder. Amazing. You almost wonder why, but I think again, people are going to do it and then go, "Oh, oh, yeah. that's really cool." And then they're going to have buyer's remorse. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> so I can either go to Vegas or I can buy a piece of uh, fake property that's not really there. Exactly. Uh, I think I'll go to Vegas. Exactly. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, yeah, but it's just yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'd like to see where the market goes and how. I think big companies going to monetize this differently than, oh, than we are and for sure you know i just I'm, i can't wait to see and you know i i sit back and look at 10 years ago where i personally was at yep and what i thought was going to happen yeah and some of it did but, but just it's just so different than what i thought it was going to be it's, yeah. you know, in a good way and you know honestly but 
10 years from now, we're going to sit back and laugh about this. It's like, remember when we had that metaverse conversation? Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, yeah. Rose, Rose Law is onto something there. <laughs> I think she is, no doubt. Yeah. Cool, man. What else? You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, we, you and I had like the best almost oh, hour long conversation before we started recording. And I'm like, do you realize that we just missed the boat on an unbelievable podcast? We did. All the, it was total Joe Rogan stuff. It was great. We had, I, we had like 20 topics that would have been great awesome. right here. Insert here. Uh, and then we yeah. realized we didn't record it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the way it goes. No, I'm just uh, you know excited well, excited for the survey world. I, I really like yeah. what people are doing on LinkedIn and trying to get the younger. There's a lot people. happening. Oh, that's that's the last thing I'll touch on. Okay. Yeah, go for it. So what I used to love about going to college was seeing what people were into, right? And so sure. you go to class and you, you meet that younger kid that's five years younger that's doing something you've never heard of. Yep. And that's where you you, can, you know I developed a lot of my ideas of wow that's okay. the that's the future. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll look into it. Uh, but. Um, I, I just, I really like where we're going with surveying and trying to get people involved and, and uh, the younger the younger crowd that doesn't really know what surveying is. Like, you know, this podcast alone here has, has probably incited a lot of people to say, I'm going to try surveying. It's just developing into something different than what we were taught when sure. we started. And so I think that's the, the fun part about it is I'm really excited to watch how surveying mm. is evolving into... A little bit of a different element, but still the same core. And, you know, we have such a pride for our history and, and the elements that brought surveying to our world, but then adapting into this new world. is It's a tough one. It's a tough one for people to grasp and get into. And, and you know, I catch a lot of crap for what our niche is right now because, you know, people say, oh, there's more to surveying. It's like, I know I get that. And we'll, we'll get there. I'll get back to the old school surveying well, soon I'll but get I, back there. Uh, but i you know i'm just like so engulfed in this technology and and yeah. you know like what's going on i just i can't wait to see the next 10 years and what happens there is a i don't know a movement or a wave happening with a younger generation of surveyor and you know even where i work currently it's incredible. We were talking about it a little bit before the show yeah. that this younger generation, and maybe that's the 20s, I don't even know what <laughs> letter we're on or whatever, but they learn so quickly. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Maybe it's because they've grown up with technology in their hand pretty much out of the womb, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's incredible to me. Like, you know, I'm kind of an old school guy, I suppose, at this point in a lot of ways. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to hire this guy. He's young. He doesn't know much. It's going to take me a month or two to get him up to speed. Yeah. Within a week, he's like bored. You know, like, okay, I've done all that. I've What's taken next? all that in. What do you have for me next? And I'm like, yeah. holy crap. You know, I got to, it's a paradigm shift for me and I got to adapt to that. Totally. But I, you know, and I think that's, I, you know, great for the final point yeah. of, of where we're at is, um, yeah. you know, where I see this going in the younger group and, and their ideas and, and everything that's been presented to me, you know, I used to, I think mm -hmm. 10 years ago, have that um, egotistical surveyor in me that would go, that's yes. not a good idea. That won't yep. work. And now it's like, hey, yeah, go try that. Just here, take this. I don't care if you break it. Yeah, don't break it. Don't break it. But <laughs> here, yeah. take this and just go try it and show me what you come up with. And yeah. what they come up with in a day or two is like, holy crap. I did not. Mm. But, you know, I underestimated the youth a lot. And, and as I'm growing up and seeing, you just have to let them, you know, let their wings fly. And yep. the ones that make the mistakes, they will learn from those at some point. And maybe not when you want them mm -hmm. to there, when you're standing in front of them. But yeah. it is a really cool thing to watch that, yeah. you know, your, your company could change its its idea of where its money is coming from just from this young person that, that had you know their ideas so yeah i'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty excited for the the, the youthful group i, I think. totally am and i think the biggest takeaway there for me is that we need to adapt to them yeah they're not going to adapt to us yeah. we need to adapt to them totally and uh surveyors you know 
stereotypically are very stubborn individuals. And uh, it, it's hard to admit that, you know what? We, we do need to adapt to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it'll work the way we're doing it. You know, I think that a lot of, of us that have been doing this a long time yeah. are looking at the retirement phase of like, mm-hmm. how do I just get out of this and retire yep. before I have to learn the new, new tricks. Yep. But I do think part of it is, you know, if we can hold out and stay in longer, our knowledge for those younger people of that old school stuff. Yep. We'll integrate. They're going to go too fast for us and they're going to, you know, and they're, they're going to just push and push and push and push and push. Yeah. And then they'll stop and realize, you know, I think where the history comes in. But we got to let that push happen. You can't hold them back. Um, Very well said. You know, it's integrating the old school wisdom and knowledge with the new school technology and pace. Yeah. You oh, know. the pace. The pace yeah. is incredible. It it's, really is. I, I'm telling you, I had two week surveys that took two full weeks. I'm yeah. watching crews and everybody on the on the team doing an eight hour start to finish, like wow. done with minimal comments minimal revisions like that really is done done uh you know i went from two weeks to eight hours unbelievable you know and part of that is you don't want to discourage i I know people are all about wages and i remember a couple Mm -hmm. of bosses that would say oh we're only going to pay them 20 bucks an hour and yeah you know they were very a dollar an hour meant a lot to them um and it's like i sit and look at you don't want to fault people for being efficient. So if that money's coming in, you mm. got to find a way to share it with them or, you know, give them the R and D time or like, Oh, you want to play video games six, you know, six hours yeah. in a day, but that other two hours you're making what you were in an eight hour day. And it's the same yeah. wash. Okay, fine. That's my compromise. You know, fine. Go play video games for six hours. Yeah. You're still doing this. But I just think that we are as a society kind of, um, penalizing mm. the people that push hard and make them go harder. The people that aren't pushing hard, Yep, get to benefit from those other ones that are, and and so it it doesn't happen everywhere. And I don't mean to you know sure, down. of course, there is yep. a lot of good in the world. I'm not trying to say there's bad, but yep. I think the people that really pushed it to the limit the last ten years and got burnt out, they sit back and look at like, man, I worked really hard, yep. and what did it get me? And I think that's what mm. we got to figure out. That's what we got to figure out is how do we celebrate those wins by those people and make their lives easier so that they have a team around them to do what they're doing instead of making them do all the work. Absolutely. Working smarter, not harder. Yeah, totally. And uh, I, I love what you said there. Don't don't penalize somebody for being more efficient. Yeah, it's not fair. You know, that's not fair. <laughs> oh, you're faster. Okay, oh, we need 10 man. more hours out of you per week. And like, no, no, that's not why I did that. Yeah. It's like go home to my family, you know. Yep, exactly. So. All right, man. Well, hey, thanks again. This has been great. Yeah, thanks for I, having I've me. I've loved it and uh, appreciate you being here for the third time. Yeah. Might be a record. I'm not sure. I'll yes. have to go back and oh, look. I get a t-shirt for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, I love being here. You guys got a great oh, show. Great. It's awesome what you're doing for the surveying community. So oh, thank, thanks, thank you, Ken and team. I appreciate the, uh, the kind words. All right. That's a wrap, as they say. Adding value, making friends. That's what we do here at the Geoholics. Thanks to our loyal friends of the program for believing in us. Um, Check out the, we just got a ton of new swag. Uh, the Geoholics, we have a Patreon account. Check it out if you feel so inclined. For as little as like five bucks a month, uh, you get an entire fan pack. It's awesome. Uh, last but not least, pay it forward. Add value, make friends, of course. Aerosmith, available everywhere. Until next time, everyone, be safe and healthy. Thank you. That was fun. Went that really well. Thank you to our 2022 friends of the program, Advanced Geodetic Survey, AGSGPS.com, Airworks, airworks.io, Bad Elf, 
bad-elf.com, Cyanic Automation, getjobbook.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, diamondbacklandsurveying.com, Extreme Aerial Productions, extremearialproductions.com, Get Kids Into Survey, getkidsintosurvey.com, Mentoring Mondays, mentoringmondays.xyz, Monson Engineering, monsonengineering.com, Nettleman LC Prep, lcprep.com, North Star Surveying, NorthstarSurveying.com, ProStar Corporation, ProStarCorp.com, Safety Apparel, SafetyApparel.us, TopoDot, New.Certainty3D.com, and finally, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com.